Welcome to the Daily Disciples Podcast with Tony Lee Adamson. Real and raw conversations dealing with life and spirituality. God so loved the world, but do we realize that He still does? God uses people's stories to encourage and enlighten us to continue growing, learning, and living with hope. Here, you will find the love of God speaking to you through the stories of others. Thank you for joining us today. Hello, welcome to Dale Disciples Podcast with Bobby and Tony Lee. My name is Bobby Brooks. And I'm Tony Lee Adamson. Welcome to today's show. We are going to talk about a topic that I think everybody can relate to. And it's going to be all about Tony Lee. <laughs> about? About TL. About two words. Judging, which I got caught. I literally got caught. Oh, that's, this is going to be that's a great a good story. Word. It's a good story. And also forgiving. And both words, both words, we want to learn their application before leaving earth. How's that? Isn't that what, what is the Bible? Before leaving earth. B-I-B-L-E, basic instruction before leaving earth. Okay. So that means we have to do it while we're here. Yes. And you know, Bobby, there are a lot of things that I've thought, gosh, I'm so glad I learned that lesson down here. I would have hated to be, you know, before the Lord on that point yeah but when we get to heaven it's not going to matter that's what that's what we all think that when we get to heaven it doesn't matter it it does matter because we all do appear before the lord and first corinthians says that all the things we did on earth if they were of wood hay and stubble they will disappear and we will be saved but through the fire in other words, we have fire insurance that we're in heaven. But those things that we did on earth that we learned and we listened and we repented and asked the Lord to help us to be better and stronger. And those are the things that when they go through the fire are gold and silver and precious metals and stones. Mm -hmm. And we keep those forever. Ever. And Paul says, those become your reward. Now, we know that in uh, Revelation 4, we're going to be throwing those crowns right back to the Lord. But i got to tell you, Bobby, I want one. <laughs> I want one to throw back. So, which brings us to the today's topic, which is on, we're going to start with talking about judging. And in Matthew chapter 7, when Jesus is uh, giving the Beatitudes that start in chapter 6, but in Matthew chapter 7, he, I think it's verse 7. Yes. He says, judge not. Lest you be judged. Yes. For the judgment that, I'm going to read it because as you get older, all the, yeah. all the different, all the versions, different versions come together. I know, all the different <laughs> versions, right. But it's, he's basically, Jesus is basically saying, you'll be judged by the same measure in which you judge others on earth. In other words, how we judge others what we think or say critically or sarcastically or in our opinions will in turn be given back to us from others. Yes. And Jesus also says, you judge what you know. And it's, it's verse 1, actually, where he starts talking about it. Don't judge others or you will be judged. You will be judged in the same way that you judge others. And the amount you give to others will be given to you. 
Why do you notice a little piece of dust in your friend or brother's eye, but you don't notice the big piece of wood in your own eye? Yeah, it's like the splinter versus the log. Right. Right. And 7-7 and seven, seven is actually one of my favorite verses. Ask, ask, seek, ask, seek, and, and knock. knock. So before we can ask, seek, and knock, we have to deal with how we judge others. So recently... T.L. and I were uh, going to my favorite store, going down the road, and she was driving my car, and we were in the middle of a conversation, and you were talking about this. I was talking about judging, Um, and and I was talking about how we judge what we know, and how often we just fill fill up conversation with empty words that can be negative. And that there's no need for the negativity when the Lord tells us to thank Him. Like I was thinking about the Monday night Bible study that we have on women in the Bible on on a Zoom call. Uh, When we were discussing the last woman who was Deborah and JL, it's so easy to judge the man, Barack. Do you say it that way? Like Barack Obama? B A R A K. How do you say that? B A R A K. Barack. I would say Barack. Barack, right? That he said, I'm not going to battle without you, Deborah. And she said, Well, then the victory will go to a woman. And I had thought the woman would be Deborah because she was the judge in charge at the time who he's asking to go to battle. But it ends up going to a woman named JL. And so, of course, you story right in your mind. I mean, the Bible only tells you so much, mm-hmm. right? So, so many times we take the liberty of exaggerating or storytelling what really happened. Adding to the narrative. Yeah, adding. And the reason why the Bible is spirit-led is because the way I might see it today could be completely different than the way I see it in three years. Mm -hmm. I could write a whole new story because that's where I would be in three years versus today. This aspect of judging came up, of judging Barack, even though we don't know his situation, judging JL for how she killed Sistera, S-I-S-E-R-A, Sistera, with a tent peg. Like thinking through all these things. So I was saying to you, we have to learn to not judge. Because if we judge, then we do have a lack of forgiveness. And how do we remain neutral? And when we were driving, one of the, uh, T.L. likes to drive. And she likes to drive fast. She likes people who drive fast. She loves weaning traffic. in and out of traffic. Yes. And, and... I'm judging her by saying that she's not always the most uh, friendly driver. So she fits in with L.A. traffic. But there or, are angels on my car. Yeah. I can tell you that. The so, angels are covering my car. You know when you're sitting at a stop sign and you're watching cars pass, you're, you're actually the one driving past the stop sign and someone pulls out and you're the only car 
There's no one behind you, but they have to pull out in front of you. Ugh, I like, hate that. Like that is just one of those things that, that. that it's just like, why do they have to do that? And it's like they wait until the point that you have to put the brakes on mm-hmm. and slow down. They pull out. It's like, and, and one day um, this happened to us, and, I, and she goes, why did that person have to pull out right then and, and there's no one behind me? I said, there's like this impulse that we have that if we're at a stop sign and we see someone coming, we're not thinking about who's behind them. We're only thinking about how getting many in front of them. seconds we have yes, to get in front, front of, of that car. Were you the one that said you were the one? It wasn't uh, Robbie, my son. It was. Were you the one that said you took like a sociology class about that? Yes. Yes. What class? I was is talking that? about that. It was a sociology class. In, I know. In but my what was psychology, the sociology degree. class called? So it was a psychology degree, and and uh, it was sociology. It was just a. Soci- but I took a sociology class too, and it was about missionaries in a different well, this land. Was, this I mean, was this- under the psychology department, so it was social psychology. It was the American. It was how no 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 psychology. It was how it was how Pete no it was how human behavior reacts in social environments. Okay. Human behavior. I didn't it's not, that kind of it's not American or non-American. It has nothing to do with race or color or creed. It's just human behavior in terms of in social situations. Well, my son, Robbie, he was telling me about social psychology, too. And he said, Mom, when someone is pulling out of the spot that you want, have you ever noticed how much slower they seem to go, like loading their their groceries into the trunk when they see that you're waiting? And I said, yes. And I have taken that personally at times, right? <laughs> why would I take it personally? They don't know me, but I thought, why are they doing are this they, to me? Are they really doing that? Or is it that your perception... Is that is, I don't want to wait. Is that, yeah, like time slows down because... The, like in, in, in the line at the gas station at Costco, the person in front just seems to be taking so much longer than everybody else because we're in a long line trying to get gas. Well, and yet the perception is not necessarily always reality. Well, he said that in his psych- social psychology class that that person who is loading their groceries does slow down because now all of a sudden he has a perceived awareness that he has a coveted real estate. So he doesn't want to leave it till he knows he's completely finished. So they purposely slow down. Interesting. And that's the same thing that you're saying. Like he was telling me that he was talking about that too. So um, it is amazing how human behavior can be predictable. But we judge the person. We judge the person who is taking longer to maybe get in their car or load their groceries because we're waiting. We're judging the person who pulls out in front of us. We're judging the person who passes us on the right side of the road instead of the left side or tailgating. Driving, I mean, there's a reason there's road rage because of such intense emotional reactions. And as Christians... The Lord is telling us, judge not 
lest you be judged. In other words, if we're judging that person's motives or behavior or reasons, which we shouldn't be doing, we really should just be waiting patiently, like be still and know <laughs> that he is God right. and he is in charge. In- in- instead of actually sinning against the person, which in turn, according to Matthew 7, verse 1, the judgment's going to come back on us. Somebody's going to be judging us. So tell them what happened as we were driving down the road. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell them, but I'm going to finish this first. <laughs> How come when someone wants my parking spot, I hurry up? Like, I, I'm like, oh boy, somebody's waiting. I don't want them to wait too long. I better get out of the way. And I know my father's like that. Are you like that? Yeah. yeah. So it can't be everyone. Like, so when they do these psychology, sociology things in psychology, who are they well, asking to fill out these surveys? Psychology is broad, and so social psychology is broad. So it, it, your son's an attorney, so in corporate America and corporate law, they're doing research on the individual behaviors related to legal aspects and and so they're they're looking at a particular segment of the population and the same thing with with uh whatever segment or or area of psychology and social psychology that you're studying you can elicit or generate a type of response for your demographic or for your target audience so social psychology is segmented into groups and types of behaviors and types of personalities. So there's a whole research on people who actually speed up and try to get out of the parking lot and get out of the parking spot. That's, that's a type of personality different than the one who thinks, oh, I'm in charge now. I'm in the power of mm. my coveted real estate. Oh, I get it. You see, that's a different personality type than someone who is acknowledging, oh, someone's wanting my spot. I want to be respectful, and I, I, I don't want to linger. I don't want to take extra time. I think that's more respectful to do than, well, than I was, to take extra time. I was thinking when you said, yes, you, you hurry up, too, to get out of the spot. And I don't want to judge and say that would should be a Christian's response because do unto others as you would want them to do unto you, right? And that's what I would like someone to do for me. So that's what I try to do for them. But that's the problem in judgment because we think that there should be a an, an equal recipro- reciprocity. Yeah, reciprocity. Yeah. So in other words, if if I'm doing if I'm willing to hurry up and get out of my spot then everybody. So we put an expectation on everybody to have our convictions and that's a christian word conviction meaning we're convicted to we have a sense of a desire to want to be respectful and hurry up because someone's waiting for our spot and there's a maybe people behind them who are waiting that can't get past them so we have a, a, a sense of moral it's, it becomes a moral issue almost and we we can expect that of others and other people don't have it. So then we judge that person's morality. It right. becomes a it becomes a value or moral system. Right. And that's where we have to realize people are different. And for some people that might be the only thing they can control is how long they are in a parking spot. That might that's, be the only thing. 
I'm dealing with many friends right now whose significant others is suffering. And they, my friends, are losing control. There's not much that they... So they may want right, to take 10 exactly. minutes to no, get their groceries exactly in the right. car. I, and I can, I get that. Yeah. Like I, looking at it through their eyes, I'm thinking, take all the time you need. But you're right, we don't have the full picture and then we judge. So anyway, I had the full picture. We're going down the road, leaving and Costco. We're, and we're talking about this. We, we are. And talking I'm talking to Bobby about judging and how Bobby and I had a new venture and we went to the south and it's been a challenge for me. And so I was talking to Bobby about shopping in a certain Walmart that I really had trouble with. I really had trouble with not the employees, the people who shop there. So I was talking to her about this, that when I go to Costco, I don't feel that way. I mean, I feel right at home no matter what state I'm in at Costco, right? So, uh, and I said, but it just goes to show that I'm trying very hard to repent and apologize to the Lord for judging or misjudging the people. Even at one point, I was praying to the Lord about this while I was in this Walmart that I don't like to go to anymore. But I was in this Walmart and I was saying to the Lord, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. How do these people make it in life? I mean, like what happened? I heard the Lord whisper to me, you took care of people just like this all the time in the hospital, like as a medical assistant or nurse or, or a chaplain. And I said, but I said to the Lord, but that was in a confined space. Like there was one-on-one relationship. There was one-on-one coming together. This is just in general, a very different situation. And so I was saying this to Bobby, how I don't like that in myself and I want it to change. And I pull up, I get off the freeway, which was 70 miles an hour. That was a speed limit. And I pull up off the off ramp and there was this car coming by and going slowly. And in that split second, habit always gets to me. And I kind of rolled through the stop sign and got in front of the guy. And I literally said to Bobby, I just did to that poor guy what I hate people do to me. I'm going to pull over and let him pass. And right then, the police lights came on. The lights. (laughs) I did pull over, all right. The lights. (laughs) came on and I went and I'm sitting in the passenger seat of my car and I'm going oh no DL oh no it's a it was a, a county was sheriff a sta- yeah so he came over and I said hello sir and he was angry and you know he had every right to be angry he said you not only didn't stop which to me that stop was pretty good I thought personally but he said you didn't you not only didn't stop, but then you didn't give me the right away. Yeah, I had the right away. That's right. And uh, I said, I know. Matter of fact, I told my friend, I just did to that poor person what I hate when people do to me. And uh, so he asked for a driver's license registration. And he was in his car a long time, long a time. long time. And I thought, you know what, Lord, I want to pray my way out of this ticket, but... 
I don't know if I can pray my way out of this because I deserved it and I can tell he's angry and I don't blame him because I willingly said to Bobby, I am wrong on this one before I even knew the lights came on. And he came back and said, I'm going to give you a warning. And I said, really? (laughs) And he said, yes. He said, but do these few things. And I said, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And we drove away picking up the conversation on judging. Mm -hmm. That the very thing I judge in another driver, I just did to a police officer. But in literally God's mercy and his, I didn't have, he gave me a warning. Yeah, mercy. It was, to me, it was mercy because I deserved it completely. It was apropos that we were talking about it. And then it happened literally at the off-ramp. And we don't even realize that we're rolling through stop signs. Uh, When I first moved to California, I got a ticket within, I don't know, the first month I was there from rolling through a stop sign that I didn't even think about. And there was a cop sitting in a driveway or a little, little, I don't know, like a dead end. Alcove? Yeah. Like cul-de-sac kind of thing? Yeah. And, And it just makes you wake up and think about, oh, I need to take a full stop I, and then and then going deeper as Christians, it's it's about thinking how we need to really take a time out in terms of thinking about how we're judging how other people drive in in general. Just whether we're on a side road or, or on an interstate or freeway, uh, we need to really stop criticizing people in our minds because that's judgment even if we don't say it out loud we're still thinking it Mm -hmm. and it matters to the lord Mm -hmm. act justly love mercy and walk humbly with our god really and if you can't do it remove yourself from the situation if you really can't be impartial if you really can't (laughs) i mean at, at i do think that's what that verse means to cut off your arm or poke Mm -hmm. out your eye. It's like, if you really can't behave above reproach, like Jesus would want you to, to love at such a level or forgive at such a level or give at such a level, then realize who you are. And that's another verse that Roman, that Paul said in Romans 12, um, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought. Like, live in sober judgment of understanding who you are and then make decisions accordingly not everything is rolling the dice or some things are just common sense and the world is made up with certain principles and components that when you hit a certain age or or live life a certain way we know better than to try to push against those goads and we don't know the other person, what their day has been like, what their life is like, what they're going through. Only the Lord knows how we're feeling, how they're feeling, and He's the one that is asking us to be above reproach, Mm -hmm. to be at peace in our hearts, to have peace with, with whatever situation we're in. Because if we can do that, then we will receive the peace from bad things or from even bad people because there are people out there who don't want peace and who who enjoy creating calamity Mm -hmm. so it's it's a what goes around comes around is an old saying Mm -hmm. but that's what this verse really does mean Mm -hmm. and when i think of vengeance is mine saith the lord 
I have learned to stop myself and say, okay, Lord, I pray this thought I have stops because I'd rather trust you with the situation than deal with my own flesh and my own thoughts. And possibly not only sin against the Lord, but sin against the person. Just talking about these types of situations provoke warfare. So there are times whenever I'm reluctant to even bring up certain things that are topics, like judgment, because I am so guilty of the sin of judgment that I don't want to proclaim that I've overcome anything. And I know the warfare It's kind of like, and that's why people don't want to study spiritual warfare in terms of being afraid they're going to be attacked. And the reality is we're attacked anytime we talk about spiritual or principles of the Bible. Um, And we're actually trying to talk about them in the way that Jesus teaches them or the Bible wants us to understand them from the Holy Spirit. But yet we know that we're going to be tested Mm -hmm. or at least we're going to be aware we're probably being tested every day anyway, but it's now that we're, we're going to be more aware of it. Bobby, that's wisdom that you've learned through the years. And you've literally said to me, T.L., be careful. You're going to be tested in that. Like, <laughs> T.L., be careful. You're going to be tested. But I look at it as as long as we stay close to the Lord, as long as we keep talking to the Lord about it, As long as we realize the Lord is so close and he sees everything, he sees every hidden thing, if we can maintain the fear of the Lord, then even when we cross the line against his principles, we should be sensitive enough to immediately bring it to the Lord, repent, ask for forgiveness, Ask for wisdom of how to get over it and to move on. That's right. And we'll be okay. Yeah, that's exactly right. But as Christians, anytime we talk about certain subjects, be prepared if you're listening and and you're sharing certain wisdom or certain life examples with people or friends even, you know, don't let your guard down because the enemy is going to come around and try to deceive you into thinking that, you you've done something against the lord or you're going to find yourself in a situation of hearing yourself judge others in this case um and that's what happens oftentimes is that we we learn our lessons and we think oh i'm so glad i've learned it thank you thank you lord i'm never going to do that again and then bam (laughs) we find ourselves committing the same crime (laughs) or sin is that we don't (laughs) that we just got over right right Well, this is the first half of the topic we wanted to review. And I just want to say thank you, Bobby, for doing this podcast with me. Bobby and I did radio for many, many years, uh, sometimes daily radio, and sometimes Mm -hmm. it was syndicated across the nation. I am very comfortable sitting by her talking on radio or podcast. Yeah, so it's so nice to have you join me. There's been a period of time that we have been going separate directions with ministerial things, but it's nice to have her join me today. And I do pray that the Daily Disciples podcast continues with Bobby and Tony Lee. Sounds great to me. Okay. 
Thank you so much for joining us. You've been listening to Daily Disciples podcast with Bobby Brooks and Tony Lee Adamson. You can find us at dailydisciplespodcast.podbean.com or Google Daily Disciples and you'll find us online all over the social medias. So, And you can click on this particular page if you're listening on Podbean. Um, you can click on any of the links. But we'll be back with more episodes, fresh, upcoming, great topics. And if you have anything you want us to discuss or any questions, we'd love to take them on. Just put your comments or questions at below. And we will see, see you soon. Thank you for joining Daily Disciples Podcast with Tony Lee Adamson. No more fake, fancy, or fluffy, but real and raw conversations dealing with life and spirituality. For more information, go to dailydisciples.org or connectionsnetwork.tv. And we can't wait to talk to you soon.